0: Oh, dude, I love the lockpicking lawyer. That guy is the shit. That guy is the shit. He is amazing. Lockpicking lawyer is so good. (laughs)
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Shenantics after our wonderful three-week summer break that we had announced to all of you early on, so you were all uh, ready and aware, and uh, with your two best friends. I'm Colin Skanky. How are you doing this week, Skanky?
0: Wait, it was three weeks? I thought it was only two. Yeah, two, two weeks. Three weeks? When was the last time we made a podcast episode?
1: I am not positive. Hold on. Chaotic uh, stuff. If only we had a website. Yeah, exactly. Uh, July twenty that not Isn't that eight, isn't that, isn't that four weeks?
0: Four? No. Wait. Four. One, two. Hold on. Wait. July twenty second. One, one, two. One,
1: two, two. You're right. That 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 is two. The third yeah, we'll
0: we be releasing one. So. We will release one in the third
1: week. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it wasn't exactly. that long. I, yeah, we said we would release every 2 weeks or so. Uh so we're we're good. We're good. We're on schedule. Yeah. So there was no
0: summer break. I was lying to you. April Fools. I got you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. Guys. We're just giving time for people to catch up on the episodes. That's
1: yeah, all. exactly. Exactly. So you know, we release so much content <laughs> nonstop. Exactly. That- you know, it's not fun to get behind and we do a little bit of the summer thing in August and July to give you know a little bit of extra time, catch up on the episodes you missed, and then yeah. we're here to bring you the, the latest and greatest and all the hey, I'm all cool. excited. Yep. I'm cool,
0: can I ask you a personal question? Of course. Maybe. When was the last time you listened to a full episode of Shenantix? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> On your okay. own. Okay. So
1: real talk. It was <laughs> no this is episode so, 1. <laughs> no this is this is so incredibly embarrassing because it was it was about I think it was a month ago is when okay. I did. And I don't remember why I listened to the full episode, but like I saw it and I was like, "Oh yeah, I oh cuz I wanted to check what audio level sounded like." And so I like started playing it and Next thing I know, I was like more than halfway through the episode, and I had to stop listening to it because I was too busy laughing at the jokes that we're making. And there's nothing lamer. <laughs> so labor- I think we're hilarious, and there's nothing lamer than laughing at your own <laughs> fucking jokes. And so I was like, I was like, oh, this just feels dirty. I was like, so I had to, I had to turn
0: it off. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Oh no! So
1: yeah. So you no, didn't even was- finish it. I did so. I did not listen to an entire episode, <laughs> so you're, you are correct.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't ask when you listened to half
1: an episode. It's a good call. Good call. Good call. That's okay. I forgive um, you. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure the last time I listened to an entire episode of Shenantics, but I
0: don't know. I don't remember either.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, I edit the damn. thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, that's actually probably more embarrassing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, because people, people, people already knew that based on listening to the quality of the podcast we put out. They're like, "Oh, okay, yeah." No, the, the guy that edits it doesn't listen to the whole thing. We're fine.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Uh, Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, listen no, to I us didn't. drone on for an hour. How do they? How do they do it?
1: I don't know. We should we should get some of mine. We should have we should have what we're at one twenty one. Whenever we get to episode two hundred, we'll do a special episode where episode two hundred is just people that listen to Shenanigans oh, explaining great idea. how they listen or how it's possible that they can listen to Shenanigans. That's a great idea. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, Let's
0: do that. I like
1: that idea. I like That's that.
0: That's a idea. great idea. We're going to do that.
1: Yeah. That I, so speaking of the last episode, Shenanigans, I tell you that I got into a little bit of trouble uh, at home on that one. The last On the last episode of Shenantics?
0: Yeah, yeah. Why? What happened?
1: So I told you at the time that uh, Jurassic Park is my girlfriend's favorite movie of all time. Yes. I also said that Harrison F- Ford was in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was a little disturbing. And... She thought I was serious and was very upset with me that oh. I didn't know that Harrison Ford was not in Jurassic Park. And okay. I said, I know very well that Harrison Harrison Ford is not in Jurassic Park. And that almost made her even more upset because like she fell for me just like straight out lying on the show. Uh-huh. And like uh-huh. that's that's more infuriating than me. Not just being genuine. Being, you know, yeah, not be, sure, trying exactly. to be funny.
0: Exactly. I get it. I get yes, it. Exactly. I get it. Trust me. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was so a little bit, little bit of, little, little bit of tension. trouble at the home front. A little bit so. of tension.
1: Yeah. So I've been, I've been so it sleeping. Was, is there. it
0: resolved? Is everything fine now? No. I'm,
1: I've been sleeping in the spare room since then. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yes, yeah. My brother's also over here in the spare room, so we and him have to share a bed. It says he's he wants, no, see, don't it don't just, he wants to know why I don't But see, you're doing it again. You're doing the thing that got you
0: in trouble in the first place. So why I don't just to- <laughs> He doesn't learn. He doesn't learn. Too- now you're actually going to be sleeping in the spare bedroom <laughs> with your brother. yes. <laughs>
1: I blame I I for this this problem I've developed. I've completely blamed Twitch chat because.
0: Twitch, you don't even stream anymore. How do you I know, play Twitch chat?
1: Because when I did stream, one of my favorite things to do would just say like faced lies. Oh yeah, and like yeah. try and deliver it as like straight as I possibly could, and like see people get upset about it. <laughs> I'm like, and they'd be because like, like they believe me. I'm like, oh my god, like I
0: might, I might actually be a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> is that a sign? Is that a sign? Let's look up what, what are the what are the signs of being a sociopath? I think it is. Yes. While we're pulling you're it up, but I'm sociopath. pretty sure.
1: I'm pretty sure taking delight in lying to people is
0: a sign that you're a sociopath. All right. Mm, let's see here. Number one, explodes with anger. I don't think you explode with anger unless I don't know anything about you.
1: No. 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 Okay.
0: Okay. No. Blatantly lies. Okay. There you go. I mean that's. <laughs> <laughs> like number two check check yes, okay check like, they oh. use a picture of dexter on here as well oh yeah there Which we is, go okay can win over everyone anyone you're a lawyer i yeah, think that's i think yeah. yep check okay emotionally detached i oh no no you are too emotionally attached i yeah i i, I care too much i love too much yeah i so. think that's true yeah a disregard for social norms. I now you 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 regard social norms. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Loves to create drama. That's a halfy. Uh, that's a
1: halfy. I mean, that is kind of why I lie. I just I like to see people <laughs> forget. It, so okay, all right. That's so that's two out of six. Right. Let's now. be honest here. Oh, okay. I'm almost at a passing grade. Do you get bored easily? No, I have so many okay. hobbies
0: x x that out a convincing talker with big plans Ooh, i don't know if i'm very
1: convincing but i feel like i have the big plans give me a half point with that one okay half Two and a half, Two and a half. out there of eight Whew, all right all right oh wow i'm
0: doing terrible all this test always puts themselves first
1: no i feel like i typically put other people first
0: i don't think so i don't think so either Okay. Oh, I thought you said that you. That you. Like, no, you definitely. No, yeah, I disagree <laughs> with you. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Manipulates what you say and do. I would never do. I would never <laughs> gaslight you, Skanky. <laughs> never. <laughs> absolutely not. No, no, I would never. Okay, do. so three and a half. All right, out of eight. <laughs> I don't think you I don't think you actually manipulate manipulate what you say no, and
1: do. No, I don't think so either. Okay. So I, I pulled up this other one from a very reputable site called Bustle.
0: B-U-S-T-L-E. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, I'm on cheat sheet.com <laughs> in the health and fitness section. I'm in bustle in the
1: There is no section, so I'm assuming the entire site is about <laughs> sociopaths. <laughs> anyways but number one in bustle and okay by the way can i just say how fucked up the search results are for this thing because first search result is telltale signs someone you know maybe a sociopath but then we start like quantifying it right and cheat sheet we know has eight because skinky just went through those and that was that oh no i'm not done yet it still goes oh shit really yeah i got to 10 there's 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 more all right so let's keep going then i'll bring on mine from bustle or all want, right. Do we want to move? Are you bustle, sure you want to keep s- going? Are you, we'll sh- ske- are you sure? I'm worried that I'm gonna like start scoring very well, like in the "I'm a sociopath" column, and then oh, it's okay. just all down. Maybe if we stop here, I can like just like barely squeak by at a three point five. All right, all right, that's fine. Out of eight. Okay. So, but Bustle, their first one was "You lied just for the hell of it," and I'm like. <sighs> It was. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Bustle's listening to shenanigans. <laughs> <It's
0: like, laughs> so yeah, we've like, never lied on this podcast.
1: No, never, never. And the next second one is you know something is immoral and you don't you don't care. I think the problem is is that like I knew it was immoral to claim that Harrison Ford was in Jurassic Park and I cared very much <laughs>
0: because I was very excited <laughs> for that. Immoral though? Do you think that's an immoral thing? Ah, oh, what that, is the morality of lying that oh, lying about Harrison Ford being in Jurassic Park? I feel like it's a type of gaslighting. Also, what is the basis of morality that we're speaking of Ooh. philosophically, religiously? Ooh, I took a morality
1: class once in college. How was it, Jeff? Fun. D- I dropped out after the second class. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so that yep that that shows it. You get <laughs> no morals. It was called no moral basis. It was called moral and ethics. Uh, morals and
1: ethics, and it was my freshman year of undergrad. And um, (laughs) keep in mind, across the broad spectrum of classes I took in freshman year of undergrad, was the core business classes I needed for my degree, but. Also, ballroom dancing. <laughs> like I was like, that'll fit in there perfectly. Um, but I went to this like ethics and morals class and sat down and went through the first class, went through the second class. And I'm like, I don't need this for my degree. I took it because it sounded interesting. And it is really, really, really fucking hard. And I was like, I probably shouldn't keep taking this class that's like impossibly difficult and that doesn't help me at all. And then three years later I learned what pass fail taking a class pass fail meant and I was like that was a class that should take a pass fail I could have stayed in it and we would have been good to go but yeah so what know. was so hard about it it's just it was I mean it, I think it's like most it's it is a philosophy like it was like I think it was even a 200 level class. It was like a 200 level philosophy class with like philosophy students. And it was just so outside my wheelhouse that like it's something like I want to learn about, but I don't want to have to learn it to the level that I can excel at the testing of it, right? And the writing the papers and stuff like that. And it just felt like it was based on going through the syllabus and then the second class and talking to other people that, um, you know, had taken or knew the professor, it just seemed like I would be devoting a huge amount of time to, like, writing the papers and preparing for the exams compare, for something that didn't really matter, right? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the, the entire workload of what I had to do, I don't know if I should take that on. I was also okay. I was also a freshman, so I feel like if I would have stumbled across this like sophomore junior year it would be different because I already like understood how to quote unquote do college, and okay. so I think I could have been like, oh okay, I can figure out how to devote time that's necessary to this and not worry about screwing up everything else. But back when I was like brand new into school, I was like, I don't want to fail out because or screw up my GPA because I decided to take something that sounded interesting. But, Got it. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, so I don't know. I actually, I don't think I learned about taking a class pass fail until law school. Really, I really, yeah, that completely changed my perspective. it. I don't remember how it came up, but like I also found out I could take classes pass fail and like a big reason to is to take classes that sound interesting but you don't want to hurt you academically and like give uh-huh. you like the chance to branch out and so when in law school I took the maximum amount of pass fail credits just because there were so many areas of law that I was really really interested in but I didn't want to kind of have to make sure i excelled at it and like my well i think the best example for that is my favorite class i took in law school which was um constitutional first amendment law and like that class was phenomenal and i had such a good professor and i i took that pass-fail because I was like, I'm really interested in the subject matter. I've had this professor before, and I know he is very, very difficult, and I don't want to screw myself over because if this would be the first class I wouldn't study for if I ran out of time. And so I was like, all right, we'll take a pass-fail, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I actually did very, very well in the class. Um, hmm. But, yeah. So, it was good.
0: It was fun. That's cool. Yeah, Yeah. So, did you ever take any classes pass-fail? Um... I don't remember off the top of my head, actually. Um, one thing I, w- I was actually thinking about today, one of my classes at undergrad, I was going through a, a time where I was deciding um, whether I wanted to actually major in photography at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and the school that I was going to at the time had its own art school mm-hmm. within it. So I decided for a semester I was going to take a class in the art school. For photography to see if i liked it or disliked it mm-hmm. um and it wasn't a terrible class it was so i ended up taking a photo theory class okay which was like okay so you learn about photographers you learn about um like not necessarily how to take photos, but like the theory behind photos and photographs and the beginning of photography and et cetera, et cetera. So all things that I kind of already enjoyed and already kind of knew about, but it was like just your starter course, right? Mm -hmm. So I went into this class and it was really freaking hard to get into this class um, because they didn't let like regular, regular quote unquote normal undergrads go and take art school classes. So I had to like get like a special permission number and going through all these hoops for a class that I ended up not really even enjoying that much because Mm -hmm. of the people in the class, which was actually the decision as to why I decided not to go and pursue a degree at at an art school. Oh, interesting. was because the people were so fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) And it, it wasn't just weird. It was... Not like, I guess weird is not the right way of saying it, but you felt the competition, even mm-hmm. in a class about theory. Yeah. So we had this assignment once. We were going through like a street photography portion. Mm-hmm. Um, and our teacher, our professor, or whatever, was like, hey, Go this is also the time where like art school is a little bit more lax, mm-hmm. so everyone calls each other by their first names and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was a freshman, so I was not used to that at all. Yeah. So that was kind of strange. But whatever her name was, and she was like, okay, like you guys gotta go out and shoot street photographs, and you need to be like you need to get really close to people, and you gotta like do all this stuff, all these assignments, whatever. So Everyone, like, we all had to go out whatever, and we had a week to do it. And I shot, like, a lot of photographs, and, like, I tried to follow whatever it was. I thought they were okay. And everyone in class knew that I was not, like, in art school. Like, I wasn't doing photography Mm -hmm. as a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were already, like, eh, this guy, whatever. Yeah. And then we all had to show our photographs. Mm -hmm. And when we went through all the photographs... Of course, your boy killed the game with the assignment. You know it, right?
1: Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Slam.
0: Yes, queen. Right. So the the professor was like, "Wow, like Nick, you're really you're not even majoring in photography, right? Like, wow, that's this is great." Whatever. I was like, "Thanks, thanks, whatever." And then. I just like look to my left and everyone oh, is no. death staring me. Yeah. <laughs> so For, I'm like, guys, come on. Like it's yeah. one stupid assignment in a class. Like, we're not even like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like one of the things that really dissuaded me from going in that direction because the people were just so unbearably competitive. And That's it was
1: interesting to me. It was
0: terrible. Why? Why do you think
1: that was the case? Like, I think when I think of art school, I don't envision it being competitive like that, right? Like if you I guess it's like in my stereotypical imagination of it, it's like free-spirited, like not judgmental and harsh like that, but mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, obviously it is. Why do you think that it was so competitive like that?
0: I think uh, I think the photography degree especially was competitive. hmm I don't really know why. I think it's because I-, I would guess that it's more of a competitive industry compared to if you're doing something in art like painting or – I mean, fashion is very competitive, but I feel like people in fashion probably work together in fashion, art school, whatever, mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Than in photography. So I don't I don't really know. I guess, yeah, it's I guess it's a more competitive market. Yeah. As a photographer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't really know.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah, 'cause I think
1: back and like granted, I'm a long way removed from it, like at least my undergrad part, but like I feel like the overall programs were competitive and difficult to a certain extent, but I didn't feel the same competition among classmates right like if someone was performing well if anything i feel like a lot of times they became more popular because people wanted their help with stuff and less of like kind of holding it against them um and i mean i think i saw that a little more in law school because we were graded on a curve and so like if someone was just always amazing at everything like it's like all right well you're taking up the top side of the curve so you're limiting the like amount that i can go up or if they work really really hard hard it's like well you have like 10 hours a day in the library like i can't compete with that and it's you know i'm going to be a detriment because of it so i think i saw a little bit more there than i did in undergrad but like overall i don't think i saw I don't remember seeing too much of a, like, students, like, judging or kind of holding each other one way or another based on how they were doing. Mm-hmm. So, and,
0: But it also could have it, been that you were an outsider, too. Like, like it, could it could have been. It could have been. Yeah, I guess it could have been. I don't really know. But even in, um, like, my journalism program in grad school, uh, my specific program... Was created so that we were not competing against one another, mm, mm-hmm. and that we were encouraged to work with one another. Mm, but okay. we were one of the only programs in school, um, in the school where we were not com- like where we were not competing. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was like trying to simulate a newsroom, mm-hmm. so that you ha- would have to compete yeah. with everyone else. Uh, okay. Which yeah. that just sounds stressful yeah. and unnecessary, I- and I. I'm so glad that I didn't have to deal with that,
1: yeah no absolutely <laughs> that'd be that'd be awful. The yeah. weirdest I would say competition experience I had in undergrad was um we had in your junior year of college in the business all the business degrees had to do this. you went through the same junior year stuff, and I believe it was the entire Junior like junior year first and second semester, and you took it was called I core and you took the all the junior year students take the same four classes for the entire year. You all took marketing, finance, um, operations management, and it was like a business theory class. I don't remember. Maybe it was like a management. I don't remember exactly what it was, what the title of the class was called. Um, they idea was that they developed a curriculum because they... Thought like these four were a lot of the cores of business, and they work like hand in hand with each other. And so, if they develop the entire curriculum together, then they can teach them and like play off the different aspects. And so, like you'd be in the finance class, and they'd be referencing things that you learned in the marketing class. And since the two professors developed the entire curriculum together, like they can do that more than maybe other professors would do and stuff like that. Uh, But the big thing about it was, is I think there was three different sections like we were because obviously you can't fit all the students in the same classroom that's like taking business classes junior year and so it's broken up into like three or four different sections and we all like learned at different times of the day from those professors but they wanted it that we They wanted us all to take the exams at the exact same time. Not only that, they believed that students perform better on exams when they're in open competition with other students. And so so the way they wanted to do this is they wanted us all in the same room. And so when we took our exams for these classes throughout the course of the year, All of the junior year students for the business school all took their exams at the exact same time in the basketball stadium, sitting in the stands, staring out at each other, like across the way at
0: different students. It was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever experienced. That just sounds dumb, to be honest. That sounds like you're trying way too hard at that point. I
1: I think, like, I, I really think it's one of those things where it's like, It's kind of, you know how like sometimes professors get too far in the weeds a bit like they spend all their time reading about theory and shit like that and not like necessarily practicing like granted there are tons of professors that actually practice but like there's a lot of them that they just do research stuff and so this one to me feels like someone was reading a bunch of research stuff and they're like oh that sounds like a good idea i do believe that students perform better when they're in open competition with each other in the same place at the same time let's do all of our exams like this and it's like okay really is that necessary so, I don't know. The only other time I had to do that is was when I took the bar exam, and all of us in Illinois are in the exact same room taking the bar exam on the same day. So, uh-huh. that, was, that, that was also miserable, but I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't think taking the bar exam sounds like a fun thing to do. No, no. It's, How long is that? Uh, it's, I believe if I remember correctly, it's two
1: days, and it's like eight hours a day. So, you, it's like 16 hours of exam <sighs> time. Um
0: yeah, Jesus. it was. And you, can you retake and stuff? Like, yeah. How, how does that
1: work? Yeah, you can retake. I think you can retake the bar exam as many times as you want, um, but you have to pay oh. all the you have to pay all the application fees and everything. Which oh. it's like how they get you. It, it, well, it is well, and the worst isn't even the application fees. The worst is that like the prep classes to take the bar exam are like. A couple thousand dollars, right? And so yeah, it's like, no if I want to retake it, like if I failed the first time, you better freaking believe I'm taking a prep class the second time, right? So now it's like, yeah, I gotta pay three thousand dollars plus the thousand dollars that costs to take the exam. So it's like, it costs me four thousand dollars to take the exam every time. It's like, <sighs> at a point, you're just like, I'm going to find a different career, right? Like it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, to yeah. Spend
1: all this time, and like you can't do others. You can't. You can't have another job, right? Like you can't. You 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 can work, but it takes so much time to study and prepare for the bar exam that you're not like making any progress in a career or doing anything, right? So it's like you're just spending all this time and all this money preparing for this exam. And so after you failed it like I'd say if you fail it like two times, maybe three times, you just okay, that's it. I'm gonna go do something else, is what I would assume. I but I'm not sure. So
0: that's man, that kind of sucks though. Yeah. go through all of law school and then you're like yeah
1: can't finish <laughs> it's the bar exam it tr- it's so true that's that <laughs> is that is kind of the that, that is kind of thing that sucks and that's why that's why there was or at least I, a lot of law schools believe this to be the case that the law school's job is A, to educate you and, like, prepare you to be an attorney, but also to match the difficulty of the bar exam. And, like, so there all the exams in law school are under intense time pressure, like the bar Mm -hmm. exam is, because it would suck to take three years of leisurely exams, get to the bar exam, and you've never taken an exam where you are in such, like, extreme time pressure. And so... They want to try and be like, okay, if we create our entire curriculum and our standards are high enough that when you graduate from here, if you do put in the time and energy to prepare, then you should be able to pass no problem. So
0: Yeah. But
1: I I don't know. I'm not sure how – I don't actually know what the passing rate of the bar exam is. I think it's relatively high, but I don't know. I'm not sure. I forgot. I unlearned everything I needed to learn about the bar exam the second after i took it like i walked out of the exam room and all of it left my brain i was like all
0: right (laughs) it's gone (laughs) out of here so but
1: yeah it was that was an interesting that was an that was an interesting thing
0: yeah there's you always take some interesting classes in college i think
1: yeah yeah i think
0: i think that's one of the better
1: uses of college right like i think that you should take different stuff right i don't
0: yeah i agree
1: I just it's get get a uh, like I took uh like an intro to computer science class because I was like, oh I really love computers. Like I wanna see like introduction to like learning how to code and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't want to necessarily make that my career, but that's a topic that interests me. So I took something with that and like um I did that too. Look at that. Like you you and I, we are we're Same wavelength, baby. I was literally doing the hand movement of like the same wavelength
0: while you said that. Do you, see? Yeah, I'm telling you, your brain. I'm applying to law school right body. now. Yes, do it. I'm applying to law school and I'm moving to Chicago. It's all happening. God, this, that would be an
1: amazing podcast. We can like pivot shenanigans into skanky, skanky changing his life to be lawyer EmCole,
0: <laughs> completely upturning my life to go yes, become EmCole. Exactly. <laughs> God, I love this. this is the thing is, though, I'm us not going to. I'm. thank you. Yes, please. I'm going to. I'm only going to leave with one box from my house and. I'm going to bike from New York to Chicago. Okay. You got me with the
1: biking part, though. I was going to say, <laughs> leaving, leaving with one box is the That's least not, that is not move I I've ever heard. I have one I box
0: of fucking notebooks, Skinky. <laughs> <Like, laughs> where do you like? I, don't. I know. I, I know. that. I, like, where are you going to put the diva statue in the box? Exactly. Yeah, right? How all of the statues will not fit in one box. Like,
1: Oh, we've got to think this through. But I like the bike idea. You can bike from New York. We'll get you a
0: trailer or something. That would be good. A trailer? Oh, I can. Yeah. that's that's a lot of work. It but is. I could can, I can do it. That would be heavy. I believe, yeah, yeah. No, it would be heavy. That'd be, that'd would, be, that's a yeah. long bike ride, too. Maybe multiple bike
1: rides, so it's not so heavy.
0: Well, it's going to take multiple bike rides. How I can't long? bike. Let's see. Let's I, just see. Where's I don't think you could bike that straight
1: i don't think so either that's multiple That's yeah definitely not all right let's see google maps uh new york new york and chicago give me some directions for bikes
0: yeah like and you can't even go on the highways. so like yeah exactly right so it's not even like a straight shot yeah yeah
1: 86 hours that's not that bad 86 hours yeah you're gonna go through philly ohio indiana into illinois Oh, Maryland, I think you're in Maryland for a bit, too. So, oh, and Jersey. Is that Jersey? Jersey. It
0: includes a ferry. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes. I have to take, I have to take You'd the, be going uh, the ferry. 990 miles. Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, I got a bike. Okay. Ooh, this is kind of sketchy, though. I, I like the second honest one, honest. though. I like really?
1: the one that's a thousand miles and it only takes you six hours more, but you get to go through Canada. <laughs> like, Whoa, wait, what's that one? The 90 90- Via Erie Canal Heritage Trail is the one I have.
0: But oh, I, I don't. I don't get that one.
1: I th- this one is very concerning to me because it has a warning that this route has restricted usage or private roads. So like I oh. imagine you going through like some like farmer's back
0: like woods thing, <laughs> like carrying the bike of the trailer. This there one, is one point though. Do you see the elevation? Mm-mm. there is one point where like you are climbing oh yes like it yes. is bad <laughs> it is like a
1: straight <laughs> shot up. but the weird with that one is that's kind of oh that's gotta be where the indiana dunes are because i'm trying to think i'm like the midwest is so incredibly like flat like where in the world would you be doing that climate and i think it's in michigan no it's not no oh, no it's no that's not. on new it's york in- side
0: Wait, hold on. I'm on the Canada. No, it's trail. in Pen- it's in Pennsylvania. It's I'm in on Pennsylvania.
1: the Canada Trail. Give me back. I'm. I gotta. I gotta go to the. All right, there we go.
0: Elevation. So slide. from Cumberland. Holy shit! That's a much look, bigger Look how climb big that is, dude. It is a much bigger
1: climb than I had. That, but I think the one that's terrifying to me is you have this like climb. It's the drop after the climb that you gotta do. Yeah,
0: yeah, or, yeah. Like, just
1: like that's all in Pennsylvania. That is all in Pennsylvania. That's probably really mountain-y right there, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to go check it out. Don't worry. I got you covered. It's a, it's right over at Mayor... Mayorsdale? What the fuck?
0: Why Man. am I in some... I'm in some random dude's backyard.
1: Why? It's in what? Mayorsdale. Mayorsdale's where I got the, the peak of it.
0: <laughs> no, I know, but like... I'm in the Evergreen Heritage... So- <laughs> like, I'm in some dude's backyard. When I went to... This... <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on I got to... This is... Okay, hold on. Let's see here. Can I go... Why can't I go on the, this road? I don't know. Google, Google, works. fix, fix. Okay, there has not been a. I can't be on this road. Yeah, you can. It might be. A, maybe it's a trail. Great Appalachian passage. I think it's. Dude, this would be a hell of a bike ride, wouldn't it? It would be. Shit. A, think about the
1: things you would see. That'd be so cool. I really want to bike around Lake Michigan. I think that would be very, very fun. That sounds cool. Uh, That is like a two-week endeavor of biking around Lake Michigan. It's probably a similar distance, a thousand miles going around Lake Michigan. I don't know. Um, Today, this morning, I did a 40-mile bike ride around the city of Chicago. Man, it's so cool to go through the different Chicago neighborhoods on bike. It is so much fun. I'd strongly recommend it to anybody. but, But, yeah, it's good
0: stuff. One day I'll do it. You should. When I move. You, when, when you, move, when you move to Chicago, it'll be great. Exactly. It'll and be become be, a lawyer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lawyer. I'm going to be a skeevy court.
0: lawyer, though. Ooh. What kind of law would you practice? Um, uh, I don't know. What kind of law helps me uh, with the mob? Employment law. All right. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do it be labor unions. I'm going to do that.
1: It's probably good. It's probably good. You can you can uh start up a garbage truck company or something like
0: that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that idea.
1: I like that idea. I like that. I'll be your Yeah, I'm a, I'm going to do that. You you start up the uh that that union. You give me my consigliere. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're part of the family, but you're not, you know? You're yes, not in the family, way. but you're yeah. part of the
1: family. I don't know what a consigliere is.
0: You ever seen The Godfather? I have, but I don't remember things from movies. Oh, my God. Am I Fredo? Fr- no, you're not Fredo. Okay. I don't want to die. Unless you want to be. <laughs> <The> spoilers. Oh, <laughs> shit. <almost>, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's in The Godfather Part 2. It's fine. It's so good. Glad. Thank God we're not spoiling The Godfather. <laughs> Ooh, thank God. So you would be, if you were con- the consigliere, you'd be Tom. Tom Hagen. Mm played by tom hanks yes i fucking knew you were gonna say <laughs> tom hanks is in that movie because he is and he plays a fantastic he's fantastic in the godfather he is he's
1: that's why people call him the godfather in general is because he's just that good
0: he, people he's actually trying to tell people to stop calling him the godfather but they just keep doing they just it keep doing it they just because of his it. role in the godfather it's, it's incredible true,
1: it's true i want to become popular on the internet for one reason So I could say shit like this and have people actually call him the Godfather and have him be like, where the fuck did this come from? And then he just like Google searches it and it's like, what the hell is shenanigans like? (laughs) (laughs) Why are people calling me the Godfather?
0: (laughs) I mean, there there are some really great people in the Godfather.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? Marlo
1: Brando. Jim Varney. Brother of Jim Carrey,
0: yeah, Jim Varney, and yep. Yeah, and Jim Carrey's in it too. <laughs> Who would have thought? He actually plays the nurse. Did you know that I, he plays the nurse? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. When when Jim Varney gets shot, oh, by um, you know, actually Harry Truman is in it. The, <laughs> the president. <laughs> the. I got you had to clarify in case people
1: are just confused about which Harry Truman you were saying. Skanky, can I tell you what I've been watching on YouTube? What have you been watching? Lockpicking
0: videos. Oh, dude, I love the lockpicking lawyer. That guy is the shit. (laughs) That guy is the shit. He is amazing. Lockpicking lawyer is so good. I love when I love when the video is 1 minute because you know some shit's about to go down. <laughs> so true. It's my oh, favorite oh my thing. God, I
1: love it. Lockpicking Lawyer, the Lockpicking Lawyer is absolutely fantastic. He's so good. Um he's so incredibly good. It is I don't know. It's the world of locks is so cool um i really want to learn lock picking but i hear it's a i hear it's a good activity to do while you're watching like movies or tv or something because mm-hmm. you do it all with your hands you don't have to look at anything so you can pay attention to the movie while doing something with your hands so
0: um my uh brother got me a lock picking set for my birthday one year oh yeah a lot a long time ago yeah yeah Are you? Any it's good? pretty fun
1: are you any good at it
0: i am not very good at it okay. to be honest. I'm only good at one of the tools, mm-hmm. and th- it's kind of like it works on some locks, but not all. Yeah, it's uh it's this one where it's like all these sharp edges, and you like pretty much scrape it. Oh, the rake. Yeah, I think it's the rake. I don't really remember what it's called. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's cool.
1: Yeah, oh, that'd be so cool. I want to do. All this is making me realize, like how different it is growing up in a world with the internet because like, I remember I wanted a lock picking set when I was like super young, but there was like no easy way to obtain one. Right. Like I don't like every once in a while, they'd be advertised in the back of magazines and stuff like that. But there was like, I don't know, like how do I get a lock picking set now? Do I want a lock picking set? Sure. Let's just go to Amazon <laughs> and type it in and I'll probably get like a thousand results of different lock picks I can buy. So, it's just... Yeah. It's uh-huh. a double-edged
0: sword. Yeah. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. The internet, man. It's... Because why the fuck do we need a lock-picking set? Right. <laughs> exactly. We, we don't. We don't. It's so true. There's no reason to have a lockpicking it's, set. It's so,
1: so incredibly
0: true. But now we can buy one. Yes. So.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of the internet... By the way, not to move too quickly off... Um. Did I tell you what I, what I did last week? No. I quit using Twitter and reading all news for 30 days. No, you didn't. I truly did. I truly did. I have not You gave up Twitter? I gave up Twitter. I gave up Twitter Twitter cold turkey last Monday. So almost a week ago. Just off my phone it went. Completely off my phone. Got rid of it. Haven't looked at it. Haven't touched it. Haven't done anything on Twitter at all. Deleted all my news apps. I was like, Goodbye, New York Times, Ugh. goodbye, Washington Post, and just cold turkey. Just got rid of it all.
0: Um, so if I tweet at you right now, you'll never see it until after the thirty days. Uh, I I have uh, I have a few close friends
1: no a few close friends (laughs) that will that will tell me if important things happen with my friends on twitter and like that's what i've been using as the crutch to get out of it so i get out of the fomo of being like oh my god like if something happens with all my friends i'm never going to know about it because i don't go on twitter and Uh so i'm using that to keep up to date and so i'm hoping and it's not that's not a perfect system i'm hoping that if you tweeted something i would hear about that so we'll, we'll got it we'd have to see but um But yeah, it's it's been it's been really interesting. It's I it kind of uh, two things happened that sparked this. I watched this really great video on bookstores and reading books, and this was back at uh, two weeks ago, so it was at the end of July. And I wanted to create a habit for myself where I was reading books more often, right? Like just like even just the act of reading. And, like, just, like, getting myself that if I was looking for something to do, I would pick up a book and do that. And it was going really, really well for that week. I was starting to get into a rhythm where I was kind of looking to, like, do that. And I realized that a big time when I try to, like, if I'm just bored, I often grab my phone and just scroll through shit. And so... I was like, all right, well, the second area where I can kind of maybe hone in more is if I just got rid of Twitter, it would just cut out a lot of this mindless scrolling. And it would be an opportunity for me to be like, okay, what am I doing on my phone? And do I want to instead read a book or do something else? Um, And the second thing that happened was there was a whole bunch of terrible news two weeks ago, or one week ago. And I was like, I just i'm done reading about bad stuff in the world like it was really taking like a mental toll on me and i was like i don't want to read about it on twitter i don't want to read about people talking about it i don't want to read about the news going in depth on it i was like i just want to take a break from all of that and so Mm -hmm. got rid of all that stuff and we'll start with uh, i'll say it, it is it's interesting because i am missing out on stuff that's happening and i know i am and so there is like a little bit of a like fomo is such a weird word for that but it does feel like that right it feels like the entire world's having a conversation that i'm no longer partaking in um Uh but it also is kind of nice to get out of that rat race right like reading things that make you upset like to not subject myself to that has been kind of nice um and i have liked that with the twitter side of things there are so many times now where I pick up my phone and I like go to find Twitter and it's no longer on there. And I'm like, wait, what am I doing with my phone? And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, let's just put it away. Like I don't have anything I need to do on here. Instagram, it still has the limit on, and I've been really good at following that. So I can check Instagram first thing in the morning see if anyone posts anything new and then that's it for the rest of the day. And so I've kind of, and I didn't have a Facebook account, so I've done a decent job of cutting out most of my social media. Um, It has helped this week where I would go and reach for Twitter and it's not there and I still want to read something and I put my Kindle app where my Twitter app icon was and so then I just click on the Kindle app and like read a page or two of the book and then I feel good to go. So it it has helped. I'm going to reevaluate after 30 days to be like, okay... What did I think went well with this? What didn't go well with this? And what do I want to go back to? One thing I am thinking that I want to do right now, especially on the news side of thing, is I think I want to change my news reading to only consume like the weekly news magazines, like something like the Economist or the New Yorker or something. Um, okay. Where I only can like I only take in whatever the events that are happening once a week, and ideally the way that would work is like, I still get to be informed about what's happening in the world, but it's not like every day I have to feel like I'm going through things I can't change. And the second thing is, is that a lot of times seven days later, you have more information about an event than you did as it was developing throughout a day. And so, I hopefully I would get better higher level articles about the things that did happen in the past week. So that might be a, the way that I add news back in. Um and Twitter, I don't I don't know. I don't know how to bring Twitter back in in a way that I just don't that I don't just use it all day long. So, I'm not sure. It's been interesting.
0: You just got to do the limitations. I'm really surprised. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you, thank you for for doing it. That that's something, man. Yeah, that is
1: something. It's been it's been interesting. It's been interesting. So, um, I uh, like I still have like it's not like so when I say like I cut out social media, it's like like I said, didn't have Facebook, Instagram is like severely limited, and Twitter, my big problem, is gone. But like I still do things like I watch YouTube videos, but. With the whole Mm -hmm. news component is I don't click on news YouTube videos. I stick to lockpicking lawyer and Bon Appetit's uh, food stuff or binging with.
0: I love Bon Appetit. Oh my god, so good! Brad Leone is he? Does he? Is he
1: the one that does the It's Alive? It's alive yes. with
0: Bradley. Already? I just
1: watched a video. I think it was yesterday of him making beef jerky, and oh, it was so good. It was so good. I want
0: to be best friends with Brad. My favorite
1: is Chris Morocco.
0: Oh, Chris is awesome. Chris too. is
1: amazing. I will say Chris this: Chris is great. It's been it's been a journey. When I first watched it, I think the first Bon Appetit video that I watched where like i retained that i was watching a bon appetit video was chris morocco um recreating a burger that was given to him when he was blindfolded so they gave him like the the jamie oliver some type of burger and he was blindfolded and so he could like touch taste smell the ingredients and then try to recreate that burger um later just from like what he thought was in it and that's insane it was it was crazy isn't it called the insanity burger i don't remember i don't think i saw that oh one. it is it, that's a really good episode but when i watched it i really didn't like chris morocco like at really all. i didn't at all and i think part of it is is that the premise of it and him trying to suss out what the ingredients are makes him seem really incredibly pompous like like I was like, this guy's a gigantic douchebag, and so I really didn't like him. And so much so that I avoided Bon Appetit videos with him in it. And then after a while, I think I saw one that really ca- caught my interest, and I watched it. And then ever since then, I'm like I've just been like this ever increasing love for Chris Morocco with every other video I watch of it. So he's great. He is great. He is so I don't know he's just he is so good. I love I love his delivery his knowledge his everything about him he's he's awesome so but yeah no bon appetit's some good stuff man
0: great youtube channel great just great so good so So good yeah but uh everyone should watch yes everyone should watch but yeah
1: so that's that's been that's been why i've been limiting my my stuff too so and then because i've been kind of using discord more as my social network because that way i can feel like i still have connections to people without Uh the ways i was doing it before so yeah. So, nice. so we'll see how it goes. In 30 days, I'll. I'll and now that I'm a weekend, I feel like I've completely broken the Twitter habit. Like, like I don't. You know, it's not something where it's like, oh, you're not going out there
0: specifically, like looking yeah like for it or different it's just different
1: it's just like i don't i don't feel the urge to go back like the first two days i kept feeling like oh my god i'm missing something like let's just download it we'll just maybe we'll find a way to do it we're not reading all the stuff or we'll read certain things and then by the third day of like just forcing myself not to touch it like i would go to look for it out of habit but mm-hmm. it wasn't like this longing of like, oh my God, we got to log on just to see what's going on. And so like today it's like, eh, like I know I'm not going to see it tonight. I don't care that I'm not going to see it tomorrow. So I feel like kind of fine about that. Um, mm-hmm. And so like, that's why, that's why I say, I think I've broken that part of the habit. I haven't broken the, like the, um, the what, what's the, what's it, what's it called? Where um, like the problem that smokers sometimes have quitting where they're also addicted to like the physical habit of like being able to do something, right? Like like with your mouth or something? Yeah. Like it's like the fixation. I, I get like I think the, I yeah, yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. It's like that's like the habit I still have, right? And like it's just like, oh, there's also in silence in a conversation. It's like pull out my phone, look for Twitter, and it's like, oh, it's no longer there. So uh, Yeah. No, I, I get that. Yeah. I worry that my the one that seems to kind of trying to be taking some place of it is email. Is that I can't find Twitter, so then I click on email and I just kind of scroll through my email. But I hate reading my email, and so it's very like it's very easy <laughs> then, like. I quickly close it. I'm like, why did we just do that? And I'm like, we'll just try something else. So
0: yeah, it's the fixation. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, the fixation. Yeah, it's like the, it's that's like a finger fixation.
0: Don't you have like a fidget cube or
1: something? You can use one of those. I do. I should find where mine is and use. It. I got a new pen that has a nice. Clicky sound. Oh, I hear that. That sounds good. Yeah, I, uh, it's so I uh, maybe I can use that for my my physical fixation or something. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. I'll keep you. Like I like I'll keep you posted. Thirty days. We'll see if I'm if I go back to Twitter or if I go back to the news. So
0: I need to know. How's the vegetarian stuff going?
1: Mm, not not as good. Tough. That one. That one. I okay. kind of fell off. This week was actually. I don't know why it was, but this week was kind of bad. I think. Part of it was I didn't do as much grocery shopping prep as I should have. And so I felt like I kind of went back to the things I was used to. Um, I still think overall I'm doing better at eating less meat than I have. But I'm not doing well sticking to the uh, Monday through thursday not eating meat so but i uh, i do think it's, it's so- tough yeah it is i do think it's something i still want to do so i think it'll be on it might be on next month's habits type thing so i'm trying to uh i'm taking on new habits every month so like this one right now is i want the habits of uh i'm journal every day meditate every day and read part of a book every day and so those are the ones i'm focusing on and then i like the side one was cut out news and cut out twitter so maybe mm-hmm. maybe we'll instead of trying to take on too much we'll kick off the uh the vegetarian one over to the month of september and do it then so
0: i hope so you got this yeah and i got a i got a food finish oh my gosh you do can you believe that i am shocked isn't that insane that is. this is the first time ever this is this is or, or second. Something like maybe that. Maybe third. But All right. Yes. call. Yes. I got you here. Ready? Yeah. What is your favorite deep fried food? Pickles. Really? Out of everything that you can deep fry, yeah. pickles is your answer? I I I, I... I... I...
1: Chicken is very, very, very closely high up there. Um... Do corn dogs count as a deep fried food? Yeah, it's deep fried. Okay. No, I think I'm gonna stick with pickles. I really want. I'm wow. Really want to make pick, deep fried pickles at home. Here's why it is: is that if I'm looking at a menu, and this happens often enough, and I look through and I see, among all the options for entrees, I see deep fried chicken. I sometimes I'll be swayed. Sometimes I won't. A lot of times it depends on the restaurant. Almost every restaurant I go to, if fried pickles are an option, I instantly want to have that. Like, I, I was like, I want I want fried pickles. I want those fried pickles, and I want to dip them in ranch, and I want to put them in my mouth. Yes. And so that's why I think that they are my favorite.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm curious. What is your favorite <laughs> fried food? My favorite fried food is chicken wings
1: Ooh, that is such a good one that is such a good one okay lay it out yeah. why
0: i think that chicken wings taste delicious okay one. you can have them boneless or with a bone yes. if you'd like you could also choose what kind of sauce you want on them that is true they're great to pick on they're also good as an entree mm-hmm Okay. There's a lot of variability with the chicken wing. I yeah, that is true.
1: I do love chicken wings. Hmm. You make a you make a very good point. I will, and because of that good point, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch things up a little bit. Chicken wings oh. are my second favorite fried food. Oh, and pickle still rotate okay. the first.
0: That's fine. I'll allow that. I will allow that. My second would be deep fried Oreos. Oh, my third is... Would be deep-fried Oreos. No, uh, no. no, Oh, that just sounds so good, though.
1: Um, my third is... I think it's going to be a Maxwell Polish.
0: A Maxwell Polish? I don't even know what that is. So, Maxwell Street in Chicago.
1: It's a little bit of a variation because it's a little bit different than it was. But a Maxwell Polish is they take a polish sausage okay they deep fry it okay stick it in a bun and -hmm. they put two condiments on it mustard and grilled onions okay that sounds good it's amazing it's amazing that sounds really the reason why i say it's a kind of a variation is i don't know if everyone deep fries it at least a lot of the places i've been to recently do but the history on the maxwell polish is that it came from Maxwell Street in Chicago, and the reason of why they have mustard and onions only on it was something about like the places that they were served out of, like had limited availability for like cooling and stuff like that, and like the onions didn't have to be refrigerated and the mustard didn't have to be refrigerated, and so okay. they can always just have that there and then just grill up a whole bunch of. Um, Onions on the hot surface, throw uh, Polish sausage on there, cook that up, and then just put the sandwich together and give it to people. So I, I believe that's the lore of the Maxwell Polish, but uh, that is a fantastic dish. So, that sounds great. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's tasty. It's delicious. One of the many fantastic fine Chicago foods. So
0: Also in my top five is funnel cake. Oh, fuck, man. Funnel cake's my number three. Maxwell, you get four. Funnel Cake is damn good. Funnel cake's fucking amazing.
1: Have you ever had Funnel Cake from from Disney? Dude,
0: that's the best Funnel Cake. Because it's got the Mickey Mouse ears and everything? Dude, I'm telling you. No place on Earth has better Funnel Cake than Disney.
1: I saw this really cool article um, with photos from opening day at Disneyland. Like, the first time uh-huh. they were open. And it's just, I don't know, it's so cool to see, like these kids like just like running through the door, like it's fucking black Friday at Walmart and just like screaming and (laughs) the pure joy and excitement and fear on their parents' eyes.
0: Yeah. That's that's
1: pretty great. So hold on. And there was, okay, it's just so not related to food finish, but we're just going to throw it up there real quick. And I'm going to send you a link. I got to find it because if I remember correctly, there's a fucking terrifying Mickey mouse. That is what the thing that nightmares are made of.
0: I think I know what you're talking about.
1: He's
0: <laughs> it's like one of the original Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's like a really long nose kind of thing and it's
1: I th- hold on. We got it. I got
0: Maybe maybe
1: not. Maybe maybe I got oh, Skanky. What if what if we're what, talking what, what, what if we're talking about two different things?
0: Uh, that's okay. No, it's not. We'll re- we'll resolve it. It's not.
1: It's okay yeah here we breaths. go here we go deep breaths yeah yeah here we go i'm sending it to you i got it it's terrifying okay. it's not the nose let me see it's not the nose it's not the. maybe we're talking di- about we're talking about, something, we're talking different about something different it's the last photo they're in front of the pirate okay.
0: ship let me see because i think i've seen these photos before you probably have okay tomorrow oh my god <laughs> is that duct tape <laughs> right
1: right it's almost like they didn't invent or know how to do see-through okay so just can you
0: can you describe this for people Okay, so it's a really large Mickey head, but on the on the where the mouth is, it's like it looks like buck teeth, but it's like it looks like duct tape Mm -hmm. that's that's that goes over by the nose, over the mouth, to the neck. (laughs) Yes, the eyes are also extremely small compared to. The face? Like, the heart shape of the face? Yes, yes, yes. You know what it's I mean? So,
1: like, it feels like the eyes should be a little bigger. I think even more terrifying than Mickey is Minnie
0: Mouse. Like, she's just just horrifying. I mean, Minnie, honestly, I've been ignoring looking at her and just looking at Mickey because I think Minnie looks... I don't even know. Okay. I, it's sad. Can we...
1: We really should have started the entire episode with this... This picture because this sums up everything we've ever talked about.
0: Let's just redo it. Is, redo the whole episode.
1: <laughs> so I need you to take a look at this picture, right? Okay. And go, I know you don't want to, but go all the way to the right and look at the Minnie Mouse.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right,
1: right. Now here's, I'm there. here's I'm the there. important step. Okay. You're going to move one character to the left from Minnie Mouse, and that girl right there is the definition okay. of a sociopath. How could she look that happy standing next to that monster (laughs) of a Minnie Mouse? also look how tidy the legs are on her fake horse you guys that's been another episode of Shenantics. new episodes go live bright early monday morning just in time for your workday school day chores commute whatever you do we are there to hang out with you you can find the podcast area for anywhere you find podcasts including the itunes store the google play store at our website Rocks on spotify on overcast on Pocket pocketcast on all the casting we are there to hang out with you if you have any comments or questions you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash or an email at shenanthixpodcast at gmail.com If you want to join the discussion, we have a Discord for that. It's at rocks. and, um... Goodbye!